Oh, it's <sighs> VG Empire 129. Mm. I'm your host, Brett Elston. Uh, also, Chris Antista. Ooh, really floored by that yeah. for some reason. I'm Dave Rudden, and that was the greatest video game song of all time. <laughs> it may be. It may be. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Stop the podcast if you've never heard this. Yeah, Go yeah. to YouTube. Listen to that whole thing. The official song is four minutes long. That is The Edge of Soul. Yeah. Um, Kazunori Miyake. Uh, <laughs> a part of the Soul Edge soundtrack, or I guess more specifically Soul Blade, Blade. when it came to PlayStation 1. Yeah. Uh, 20 years ago this month, January 2017. I like how old were we? Soul Bledge. Soul, Soul Bledge. Bledge. <laughs> I mean, this, January's 90, or 97, I'd be 16. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't even really a kid. Yeah. No. But my buddy showed me that he sh- I got this new game called Soul Blade, put it on, and this happened. Yeah. And oh. I was... Could we watch that again? Could we, watch, yeah. could we see that again? Yeah. Like, I'd never seen... I, I, I guess... Anime was trickled over here yeah. in such weird chunks, and that this yeah. was like uh, this is a game being allowed to go full anime with its intro. Yeah, and, th- and we'd already by this point seen Tekken Te- One was okay, but Tekken mm-hmm. Two had that yeah. amazing intro and all those endings. This this intro, I think, tops like and yeah, yeah he would like two. call us over to say, you got to see this. Yeah, and, no, and it's I'm, so yeah. unimpressive in hindsight. Just it's well, it's just a CGI intro, but it's yeah. cool, and you, you didn't have like, cool CGI yeah. intros. Yeah, and the song is so sincere and earnest yeah. in its. Uh, t- we all, more than a minute. We all need to shine on to, <laughs> to like it's so silly, uh, and and it was so much fun. Oh, um, the pirate ship, it, the like, pirate all ship, that stuff, man. and uh, man, w- my friend and I would play this and like. I remember one time both of us getting so hyped up, and we're both 16. Yeah. Uh, so we should be out kissing girls, I guess. <laughs> but instead, like, we're just, like, miming moments from the game, like, from that intro, like we're yeah. 12 or something. Yeah. And, like, at the end when Cervantes takes off yeah. his face and there's the, the skeleton head underneath, we both, like, mime, pulling off your face and, like, oh, this game is so cool. And, and, and because, of, because of the just the nature of it, I, I didn't – I wasn't aware of Soul Edge at all. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know what it is. I don't I, think I saw the arcade one ever. Yeah, no. so this is just an unknown property commodity to me, and like just showing me that intro. Yeah. <laughs> so for what it's worth, this is Namco, um, hot on the heels of Tekken mm-hmm. and uh, one weapons-based fighter such as Toshinden, which yeah. was released in '95. This is taking what the lessons Namco learned from Tekken yeah. and applying them to instead of fists and kicks and stuff. Every yeah. character has like it's almost a sort of a mythological angle where you have very Greek. Uh, style, but it's not. It's not like every like Sophitia very much looks like a Greek goddess or something. But then Mitsurugi's a samurai, and you have very clear like. Yeah. Then there's a pirate. Then there's a you know there's there's clear China. There's clear mid you know Middle yeah. America stuff. Like there's very clear you know world people in here. Um, but yeah, to me it felt like the same sort of pattern that Sega had taken. They start Sega started with a standard. Uh, 3D fighter with Rocher Fighter. Mm-hmm. Then they made their weapons game with Fighting Viper. Well, Fighting Vipers wasn't really weapons based, but the, you know that one guy had the guitar and the one guy had the skateboard. <laughs> I guess. But it was just <laughs> that same sort of like you can't just have one fighting franchise. You yeah, need yeah, yeah. to diversify, yeah. and at some point maybe they'll cross over, and they only barely do. I mean, even Capcom was like Street Fighter's doing great, but now it's time for Darkstalkers. Yeah. Or, or in- I am in. I'm. I mean, I guess it makes sense because one's weapon-based and one isn't, but that, that there yeah. wasn't more crossover between Tekken and... Uh, yeah, well, Soul then Yoshimitsu and... became a recurring yeah. crossover character who's in both. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the arcade, it was Soul Edge, and mm-hmm. I think uh, this was part of... Do <sighs> that whole story about the guy who owned the trademark to the word Edge when it, yeah. came, when it became... Yes! Oh, my video God! video games, and Mirror's Edge ran into it, and it was EA in, like, 2007 yeah. or whatever, who was like, you can't do this anymore. Like a patent squatter yeah. who was... Yeah. Who was uh, Bilking the games industry out of quite a bit of money. Yeah. yeah well, even things like the gaming. Magazine, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like the magazine Edge. Like uh, there was, uh, man, I forget the guy. They couldn't name. even use the wrestler Edge in WWE games. I'm kidding. They did. Uh-huh. The guitarist from uh, U2 was banned. <laughs> yes, uh, Tim Langdell uh, enforcing trademarks Boo. Uh, relating to the word Edge, which sources have described as quote litigious. This is all off the wiki. In 2010, Edge. Games sued Electronic Arts for infringement, but eventually settled with Edge surrendering many of its registrations. Uh, the patent office canceled That's the trademarks so by court order in April 2013. And I think one of I think this is one of the thoughts of why this became Soul Blade mm-hmm. was this Edge thing popped up, and they're just like, forget it, it's Soul Blade. Mm-hmm. And then after this, it became Soul Caliber anyway, so it never was an issue after this anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love that when it came up to EA, they're like, no. <laughs> One of the rare cases of like a giant yeah. corporate monster company being like, uh, we have lawyers for years. Right. You'll you'll never win this. Yeah, because we yeah. we worked at a Japanese company for a little while, and they are terrified of like all these little lawsuits that they might may yeah. or may not find potential I, lawsuits. I guess yeah. EA is like, we have a building full of these people. <laughs> Let's put them to work. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, so the story though is Soul Edge story. Uh, 
a tale of warriors searching for the ultimate sword, Soul Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody thinks this sword will help them or let them become more powerful mm-hmm. or will save their soul or something. But um, in short, it, it is kind of cursed, I guess. Yeah. And in the game, I think it begins with Cervantes, who's a pirate, finds the okay. current incarnation of the sword, which in, in this game is a twin-bladed thing, so it's a left- yeah. and right-handed sword. Um now it's nine people from around the world have all come to find this sword mm-hmm. and everybody has their own ending and much like Tekken the endings are kind of all over the place yeah. but you'd mentioned like the endings all have a weird yeah they interactive thing they have like they can split and the the endings in this game are done in engine so they mm-hmm. look bad and, like <laughs> you watch them now and they're like even the like the Tekken endings that look like reboot mm-hmm. like these look they're just done in engine and they the mouths look awful but right. it's it's awesome that almost just about every ending i think in fact every single ending it's a kind of a hidden qte you know i would have to look it up in magazines back then but like you press a button at a certain point and it changes like Siegfried can either reject or take the soul edge and become corrupted by it make a and, nightmare yeah. Right? yeah and then uh, mitsurugi he's his one is more direct but at a point in his ending he meets the first per- the first person in feudal Japan to have a gu- to have a gun, and it's a first person bullet dodging simulator. While this guy oh. loads his musket, you run towards him, and if you make it all the way up to him, kind of like Space Invader style, mm-hmm. you slash him, and then Mitsurugi proves that the sword is still the strongest thing wow. in Japan. So Mitsurugi is Tom Cruise. Yes. yes. Wow, that's crazy. Exactly. The Keanu Reeves, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. the last the mm-hmm. last Soul Edge player in Japan. Um, but the soundtrack for these games is pretty interesting because yeah. Uh, Namco would actually, I guess, I can't. Remember, I don't think Tekken Two did this. Tekken mm-hmm. Three did it as, in a big way, but Soul Edge beats out Tekken Three as far as coming home because mm-hmm. Tekken Three will come to PS One later this year, I mm-hmm. think, in the U.S. at least. But the whole idea of like, there's the arcade soundtrack, mm-hmm. and then there will be a PlayStation soundtrack, yeah. and they're very different, or at least not the same. Um, the Soul Edge soundtrack, uh, Takayuki Aihara and Tak, strangely enough, the same name, Takayuki Utsura, mm-hmm. who worked on Super Battle Sound Attack. Um, yeah. These are like the arcade tracks, I guess. So there's, well, two, I think two or three of the songs we'll have are the originals. The original. And then arcade, the arcade songs. The Super Battle sound attacks are just kind of, um, I think they were Arranged. for when it came to console, they kind of cleaned up the songs. Okay. So oh, really? like they're a little bit more tinny and more you know, digital, I guess you could say. Well, and they're then, on a CD now as opposed to whatever board. Yeah. I'm so then the, the right. super, yeah. Super battle sound attack huh. is basically, it's basically the same soundtrack, just kind of cleaned up and made Weird. a little bit sound a little bit more fancy. So we'll go into three songs, uh, from that. Uh, first one is Epic calling, which is the character select yeah. music. Um, uh, mm-hmm. what is it? The stage of history. Yes. <laughs> I remember the VO of that and selecting your character. Mm-hmm. And then after that is gears of madness, which is arguably the most famous character in the game. Voldo, the, uh, he's the I, for some reason yeah. he was the guy I got good with. I think the, it was because nice fingered S and M monster. He, he's the most distinct. You look at this game. Well, Cervantes is pretty awesome, also. Yes. But everyone else is just like guy with sword or girl with sword. But I think I didn't wrap my brain around the fundamentals of the yeah. sword play. Where the, this Voldo is just a fist combat fighter. Yeah, the the a, blades are on his arm. Yeah, it's a very Edward Scissorhands uh, wrapped yeah. up in bondage gear. Yeah. yeah, he was the easiest to wrap my head around before I got into the yeah. weapon stuff. Also the toughest for like an opponent to like, you, he's, oh, he, yeah, can, yeah. he can hit he's you floppy. back like, fl- like standing behind you or standing like his back to you. Yes. Well, it's just like, as dangerous he's like Dr. Boskanovich yeah. on cocaine. He's man. like a, a, a pre-Eddie Gordo <laughs> where you're just like, what is happening? Yes. <laughs> He'll just fall flat on his back and kick you with his feet. And then uh, thirdly uh, is Dragon's Call. Dragon's Call, for, who is Lee Long. So thirdly. Thirdly, Lee Long. Lee Long uh, who's a character who debuts, along with the rest of the cast here, outside of Yoshimitsu, debuts in Dragon's Call uh, theme song. Debuts in the first Soul Blade game, but after this kind of falls out of the series, he isn't in Soul Calibur. He isn't in Soul Calibur 2. And then he's in three as a bonus character, and then I think is mentioned in five maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's it's it's weird that here's a, I don't know a character that just falls off the face of the earth. Yeah, for the most well, he got part. replaced by Maxi. Yes, in, like the Soul yeah, Calibur yeah. games. So yeah, it was weird. I, I liked Lee Long, yeah. and it was a fun guy to just. My my brother would always pick Lee Long, uh, and just when when he's beating me, he just go Lee Long, Lee Long, Lee Long, Lee Long. <laughs> so we'll do three songs again: uh, Epic Calling, Gears of Madness, and Dragon's Call from the arcade Soul Edge.
Yeah, those were all uh, man. Swashbuckly yeah. and Voldo sound like a big top circus, mm-hmm. which he belongs in. Yeah, well, it, that, it's so distinguishable from Tekken's music. It's yeah, really very, very different. It's not. It doesn't feel as modern. It feels more classical. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, just going through these again, you know, two decades later, kind of reminded me of like the RPGs of the time too, mm-hmm. like that sort of majestic but still kind of tinny yeah. and I was playing all like this is when I was playing the most RPGs like Wild Arms and Suikoden yeah. kind of don't have like, an orchestra but yeah. this Casio can approximate one. yeah <laughs> and, and yeah it's like worldly like mm-hmm. yeah there's this, the Li Long is I guess Japanese or I don't mm-hmm. I don't know but like yeah Avaldo is kind of more he's he's an S&M guy but he's also kind of like classic kind of like Cervantes like Mm. I don't know. Seems like a Guillermo del Toro villain at this yeah. point. Yeah. Also, I think I said uh, it's Takayuki Aihara and Takanori Otsuka. Mm-hmm. I think I had said they had both been Takayuki. Mm. It was the Taka something, and then uh, ah. I read them too fast. But, Dave, you're talking like we could play um, Lee Long's theme, which we just heard from yeah. the unaltered, like, you know, arcade version yeah. mm-hmm. versus uh, the Super Battle Sound Attack version, which is basically kind of a cleaned-up version. I think in Valdo's case, I like the original version more, because it mm-hmm. just, like, it when it's kind of cleaned up... Yeah? Yeah. See, yeah. it's slower, and it's not quite as, like, insane as Valdo is. Well, it sounds less video game. It's, yeah. uh, this could be on TV, like, punctuating the adventures yeah. of Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now oh, yeah. way better. Yeah. Yeah, it's less it's less out there. Yeah, but it, for, I think for a lot of the because uh, all of these are tied to a specific stage, which is tied to a specific fighter. Yeah. They used to do that with fighting games. Yeah, which today. I really miss. Frankly. Uh, but for a lot of characters, the new, the newer sound attack version is better because it cleans mm. things up, makes it sound a little bit more professional mm-hmm. and uh, you know anthemic. Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, the next batch of songs are sound battle, sound super battle sound attack versions. Yes, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, and so, yeah, when they came home, like, you have a lot of different uh, composers mm-hmm. either composing new music or arranging the music that already existed. So you have Masumi Ito, Binton Maru, Yoshiyuki Ito, uh, Akihata, and Taku Iwasaki. Um, all, like, again, that's mm-hmm. so many people. Like, there's an original and an arranged, mm-hmm. and this is something, again, that Tekken 3 would do where you yeah. have, like, original, arranged, original, arranged. And yeah. it's just, like, double the music for a fighting game mm-hmm. at a time when, like, they did not need to go to this these degrees to like change the music or this much work. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was like such a. I remember finding out how I felt when I found out Tekken Three had two soundtracks. Man, because I, 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 I listened to the second soundtrack because I imported the CD and it was like a two disc soundtrack mm. and I was like, what? And then <laughs> when I was playing the PS One version, I'm like, oh, weird. Like, yeah, there's like yeah. Well, some of them like Jin's theme. Like the if you listen to the original arcade and then listen to the PS One version or Hihachi's theme, it's like pretty different. Uh, and Tekken 3 music is great. We already did a Tekken episode mm-hmm. probably yeah. almost five years ago at this point, uh, if you can believe that. But speaking of Soul Blade, we will get into some new uh, tracks here that were arranged for the PlayStation yeah. 1 version. So um, these are from the Super Battle Sound Attack. Yeah. They're cleaned up versions. Uh, so, yeah, I chose two characters that had, I think, be- 
songs that were improved upon when yeah. they were updated. Uh, there's Song Nina, who had the song Kaduri, and Cervantes, who has Bravely Folk Song. Bravely Folk Song. Man, I remember Cervantes. I don't remember Song Mina. I don't remember that character. She's got like the, um, the it's like a bow staff with a little blade on the end of it. Oh, yes. I don't know if she got replaced. I think she did. Yeah, this one, despite watching this intro mm-hmm. over and over again, mm-hmm. I did not play much Soul Blade. I just would watch the intro. Mm-hmm. Probably mash around with the buttons a little bit, but and like most people, I think it was Soul Calibur on, on the Dreamcast that really pulled me in. And Soul Calibur one and two, I guess, was the high point for the series. Mm-hmm. Um, although we did play a lot of four, just because that character creation was so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll do these two songs from uh, Soul Blade, Kaduri and Bravely Folk Song. <laughs>
very befitting yes. a pirate, yeah. a, a, a ghost pirate. And the, I the guess. penultimate battle you'll have in uh, yeah, that, is... that first jam is like the perfect like Sunday shopping montage mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Like yeah. a very Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, but yeah, Sungmina is like shaving a yak. She's like the young girl of the of the cast, like kind of like Chun Li or Sakura, who's like. Yeah, I'm just a young girl who wants to. I want to win this battle, but I also want to still live my life. Yeah, I have other. I have other desires beyond yeah. this battle. This doesn't uh, define uh, me. Chun is there to avenge her father. Thank oh, you very yeah, much. Uh, Sakura is there, definitely there to uh, prove have herself and have a, <laughs> have make, a great time. Make yeah. friends with losers like Blanca and Dan. <laughs> and I say that as my two favorite characters are Sakura and Blanca. So uh, Blancara, I call mm. them. Um, the couple that will never be. And then bravely folk song was yeah Cervantes, yes, an ultimate fighter, but also that would become a. Uh, 3DS RPG, I believe. Yes, bravely, uh, bravely, bravely folk song. Bravely folk song <laughs> and uh, bravely second. Um, but yeah, you fight Cervantes, who is the current holder of the Soul Edge sword. Yeah. And then in the endings, I guess, does each of them end up with the sword in the good version of their ending? I guess. And yeah, I think see... there's one or two characters who are just like screw the sword. I don't care. Right. Like I have this other mission that uh, like I, I don't. I don't think Rock takes the sword <laughs> because he's he's there to to uh, find his kind of adopted son mm. yeah so and he's the dude who's like wearing a wolf's head wolf's like head a, a bear. has a giant mallet yeah i yeah. They were trying to play him because uh he just seemed like the biggest <laughs> yeah. dumbest idiot and i'm like this is my guy <laughs> and then every time he wins he just screams his son's name bonko <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there was the album con super sessions yes. which is another huh? version of the soundtrack yes so this so is three versions of this mm-hmm. one game soundtrack. so when you yes. when you load up soul edge you mm-hmm. have the choice of Original, this the Ugh. Super Battle Sound Attack. I can't believe I keep getting that right. And Con Super <laughs> Sessions. And even then, I was like, Con Super Sessions? Yeah. What the? It's that a sounds really weird. Strange name. But they are super. I'll give them that. Well, why Con? I don't understand I that. I think that's just they kind of needed a collective name for the group. I thought it was oh, one okay. person, but I guess it's Got a it. group of people. It happens a lot where there's like a Japanese group of musicians that are internal yeah. to a company, and they'll just come up with a name. Yeah. And in this case, maybe it was Con. They just like strut around the uh, Namco hallways. We're oh, yeah. Con. We're super cool. <laughs> We're going to play the, like, this year's <laughs> holiday party. It's we have our, rock your socks We off. have our own email alias. <laughs> Send it to Con all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think... Just prepared, you know, you, those first batch of songs are great. Mm-hmm. These songs are going to be basically completely different. Right. But they're great in their own rights. It has, I think, my second favorite Soul Blade song. Hmm. Though this one is also, it'll play in um, the the quest mode of Soul Blade, which is one of my favorite things about it. So I don't know, it's, it's weirdly, you don't have to choose Khan Super Sessions to hear the first song that's in among them. But it, it said it was composed by Khan. Uh, but yeah, it's called, it's the um, Oath of the Wind, which if you have the Con Super Session soundtrack on, it plays during character select. But uh-huh. otherwise, when you're in the quest mode, it's the song that plays when you have the map. Okay. And like this was a time when I was like, I loved Toe Ball Number One. We've had a VG Empire about it. Strangely, have done an episode about it because of the quest mode. And Soul Blade also has an awesome quest mode where it's kind of like storybooks, where it's like. You go across this map to various parts, mm-hmm. and they did this also in Soul Calibur a bit, mm-hmm. where you'll oh, go yeah. and you'll fight somebody, and there might be like, Rock was poisoned when he entered this bog, and he's got to defeat Lizard Man, but his health oh, is yeah. draining quickly. Mm-hmm. And then when you beat Lizard Man, you get like a different version of your weapon, and like there was always one joke one where like, yeah. uh, I forget who who had the bow in this game, but like instead of a bow, it's like kind it's like an umbrella or something yeah so you'd have some wacky weapons in this game which i liked in that i'm kind of upset that they i don't know if they did in future soul caliber games uh, soul caliber 2 i remember having some kind of map i remember playing yeah. a lot of it but like, i don't know if they did the, like the alternate weapons where you could oh. change like what the weapon looked like in your hand and they would have it would have different effects too yeah. like yeah i can't remember i feel like soul caliber 2 did yeah um but yeah i can't recall specifically if it did the um now now link yeah. has a fish that yeah. he swings instead of the master sword or whatever um but, but yeah. yeah it was just and i just remember like pouring over these books that just kind of tell the tale of this person's quest through the world and all the weird situations they got in while this song is playing on loop and i never got tired of it because mm-hmm. it's just like so intense yeah and i believe Khan is uh attributed to um the song that brought us in yeah. edge of soul which is just so yeah, yeah. uh which is con- attributed to Khan and uh 
Kazunori Miyake. Um, but the rest of the con super session stuff that we'll listen to, yeah. uh, you named out three tracks. Yeah, so like I said before, uh, An Oath of the Sword, which is when you when you have con that, that soundtrack on, it's the character select, but I know it more from the, the map in the quest mode. Yep. Uh, then the other ones are basically character themes again for the stages. You so, say you have a lot of quest love. Yes. Hey, look at that. There you go. Uh, so there's A Haunting Wind, which is uh, Taki's theme. Uh, and Darkness of Fate, which is Siegfried's theme uh, from Con Super Sessions. It's my chili theme as well. <laughs> uh, also, man, the Taki was the one of the first examples of unnecessary boob physics. Yeah. Where like her, her her boobs in the CG opening yeah. are like, have you seen a boob? I know, but <laughs> like, at 15 years old, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, this is a at, this dude, is fine. At, at 16, it's like a windsock <laughs> with a nipple. Yeah, <laughs> at 16, I was like, nice. And then it's like, well, then. Once, once I have encountered boobs, I'm like, that's not attractive at all. Yeah. Like that just looks like an inhuman thing yeah. flopping around on a on a woman. It's really strange. But Taki for a while was like, just synonymous with that. Like, yeah. oh, here she comes with her nipples poking out and her boobs yeah. flying everywhere. The Ivy kind of took her thunder in. Uh, yeah, Palmer. they uh, they definitely boobed her up. Um, yeah, haunting wind, darkness of fate, and uh, we'll kick it off with those of the sword from Con Super Sessions Soul Blade.
Boy, howdy. Uh, the Fantastic. Haunting Wind? Dude, the, ta- the tacky one tacky uh. one was... Uh, it just sent me down this rabbit hole in my mind of like... And I, I don't know how I'll ever get this episode done, but... <laughs> I think Grim mentioned it on some other VG Empire, maybe for our, our best of 2016 mm-hmm. episode. But like, there are that music sounds just like a lot of the like guitar soloy, yeah. big brass, big yeah. bandy stuff that is in a lot of like the One Piece and it sounds like an yeah an ending credit sequence. Like like <laughs> it's in like Budokai, it's yeah. in the Naruto games, it's in all these yeah. uh, anime games and manga games that Namco has the rights to. And I wonder, I was trying to Google it during, and I can't, yeah. in the limited time I had, I couldn't find anything, but I wonder if some of the people involved in Khan ah. hung around Namco long enough and are now, like, doing that. Yeah. Because that would explain why, like, that just sounds right out of one of the Budokai games yeah. or, or even one of the One Piece games. But even how, like, outrageous and weirdly funky Taki's theme is, there is, I forget what that, the the name, of, is it like a Shimasen or something? Like, there's some kind yeah, of guitar-y yeah. sing, like, noise in that song that still sounds yeah. kind of like... I I mean I think Taki's also Japanese, but I, I think she's like, a, yeah. a legit ninja. Yeah, yeah, but it it, it still works. And Siegfried, I personally love just because it's like it, it kind of fits in, but it, it's like a very superhero-y theme. And when I, I just remember playing the game back then, and the, I would actually play the all the regular songs more than the Con Super Session songs. But like whenever I was on Siegfried's stage, I'd switch it over because I'm like I lo- I love that. Just kind of gets the blood pumping. It sounded kind of it sounded very it sounded almost more nightmarey to me than than, yeah. than Siegfried for some reason. And Siegfried also just seemed like he's the dweebiest. He's dweeby, but he looks just like Duke from Toshinden. Yeah, like it's yeah. like the almost the exact same character. Yeah, and not and like Duke sucks. Like I, I don't yeah. care either way. It was, just, it was just I mean, and granted, it's just like a knight. Yeah, it's like well, duh, a knight's gonna look like yeah. We're and, pulling from the same source and material, like in a game with like a crazy Spanish pirate. Yeah, and like these ninjas and guy with nunchucks and this guy with a samurai blade. He's a German with a big sword. Like uh, Siegfried, come on, you dork. <laughs> uh, but you picked out uh, two other songs. Do more con supersession songs. Uh, we so now we have Rock, who is a personal favorite of mine. He's just a big brutish American guy uh, with the, the the hammer, giant, He's just fighting for his kid. A giant stick with a cinder block on the end of it. Like, Pretty much, it's just it's the only character I've ever wanted in a game. It's yeah. just swinging cinder blocks at people. Yeah, and he was hey, who was a year before uh, Dwayne Johnson took that name and it's uh, true, really made it popular. But not Charles Dutton. Mm. And then there's Doubtful Judgment, which is the which is Soul Edge's theme. Which so is you the beat new Cer- Ashley Judd movie coming yeah. this fall. Uh, yeah. Well, when you beat Cervantes, the actual final battle in the game is Soul Edge, which is like a kind of personified yeah. like spirit of the sword that you have to, mm-hmm. to destroy before you can take the sword for yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll do these two songs again from Con Super Session, Soul Blade, uh, Continental Gale and Doubtful Judgment.
like all of these should be opening a seventies chase scene. Yeah, like <laughs> they all they all were they yeah. were giving, starting to give me a little bit of like just watched Mitchell during the MSC three Turkey <laughs> Day, like a seventies cop vibe. Yeah, yeah. Which reminds me rather of a pirate made a ghost pirate. <laughs> yeah. oh, but so led like uh, doubtful judgment is very much like. When you're in this stage, it's like the world is just kind of like yeah. flying at warp speed behind you. It's like insanity. So that kind mm. of fits. And if I may, if I may, this is real yeah. deep, deep yeah. cut for what that sounded like to me. Speaking of mm-hmm. CG animated intros, mm-hmm. uh, the real adventures of Johnny Quest, hmm. the yeah, the Ill, the forgotten yeah, Johnny Quest reboot from the mid nineties. Uh, but it had like an awesome CG. They just showed us like this CG Tron cycle sequence. Was like, yeah, that's the new Johnny Quest. Of course, <laughs> it was not. Uh, it was traditionally animated with like one or two <laughs> oh, that, sequences in Quest World. That does sound familiar. But I'm telling you, someone out there is like, I'm upping my Patreon because of what Chris just said. It's happening. And again, Rock is just one of my personal favorites. So another stage I was, I went to a lot. While like play, playing him, picking us, picking him for uh, versus battles and stuff like that, yeah. and this all like I guess it probably came through in between the lines, but this does take place in like the eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. more or less. So like yeah, it's very Native American, like mm-hmm. or like just wide open spaces. Like yeah. it's not like you're in America in like a, a the beginnings of New York City or something. It's very much like yeah. wilderness and fields. Yeah. And, and Lee Long is like on a boat that yeah. you can get knocked off. Into the water, yeah. It's all like I mean, they still do it with Soul Calibur. Yeah, the series is uh, not like it's ring. It's a lot. It's very ring out based, and uh, yeah, and yeah. yeah, as a perfect contrast to Tekken, where it's like yeah, fantasy medieval based, mm-hmm. but then and the levels not go even on forever, not even medieval. Like the, it's very much a time period. It's not just like yeah, mm-hmm. there's which makes it kind of a mismatch, I guess, because like 1800s with like knights in mm-hmm. armor. It seems a little late for that, mm. but then again, we didn't have knights in America, yeah. so I don't know how long they hung around the rest of you. <laughs> it could have been swashbuckling right up until World War Two. Yeah, it had guys we know. who wore wolf uh, skins on their head. And <laughs> yeah, I think once, once that horse, that uh, blasphemous horseless carriage showed up, I think that's <laughs> put an end to Soul Calibur. Um, but that is more or less the show. Um, mm. the, and the reason this isn't like the whole Soul series. Uh, we don't know about it, and that would take forever. I, I mean, I've I've played no, a I, lot of Soul Calibur one and two, too. yeah. But the songs in them are just kind of, and uh, you know, feel free to you know pick your own favorites and tell me about them, and I'll definitely listen to them. But like, nothing in those two games really just like stuck in their head like these songs did. And I, pro- I probably played more Soul Blade than Calibur mm. Calibur two. Wow, but. Yeah, I mean, and I know it's not as good as a game, but certain things that they did in this game, they never did again. Mm. Like, I believe that you can't get those alternate versions of weapons that have alternate mm. uh, stats. And I, then uh, there's also the fact that the weapons can break. Mm. I don't think they did that in a, any Soul Calibur cool. game, where I mean, if you block know. too much, mm-hmm. you have no weapon, and then you're fighting with your hands. <laughs> and it's like, if you could come back I, and win a match that way, then you are MLG. I was just looking at the last game was a free-to-play game that has now been shunned yeah. down. That seems like the perfect format for breaking weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Free to play. But, like, that's the thing is, I, despite playing one, two, and four yeah. a lot, yeah. like, none of it stuck with me. Like, yeah, it's it weird. was five, five didn't, no one seemed to. I think yeah. it's because of they have that, the two, three different soundtracks, mm-hmm. because, yeah, you can switch things up. There's, like, the old arcade style, then mm-hmm. there's, like, the kind of smoother version of those songs mm-hmm. with yeah. the uh, Super Battle sound attack, and then Con Super Sessions, which is, which is just insanity that sounds like yeah. it should be opening an anime yeah every single every single song in concert procession sounds like um, that yeah the reason we uh, on top of those reasons we also narrowed it just because um the the caliber series is, is almost a separate if we were ever going to do an episode yeah. about that that's that's its own separate thing and then mm. it just so happens that this precursor has three soundtracks so yeah. it, it totally warranted its own show and it's 20 years old mm-hmm. this month on on the home versions which dovetails nicely into Plugs at the end of the show, which yeah, includes yeah, yeah. thirty twenty ten, our weekly look yes, back. Yes, where we were lucky enough to rediscover it due yes. to its chronological existence. Yeah, thirty <laughs> years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago, week by week, which means uh, we are in eighty seven, ninety seven, and oh seven. And January ninety seven was a pretty quiet month for games yeah. outside of mm-hmm. Soul Edge coming to consoles. If you didn't hear that episode of thirty twenty ten where we bring it up, like the spark that goes off in everybody but Diana is evidence <laughs> as to why we needed to do this. Yeah, which again is <laughs> mostly that song. I just remember getting yeah. so pumped at that yeah, song that brought us in and like thinking this is one of like I don't know, this is so cool. And, and, yeah, it was one of those I recorded on my VHS yep. through like a, oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. six RF adapter chain. Ensuring uh, that then, it was harder to do than yeah, queuing it up on your PlayStation. It was at like the ass end of some Simpsons <laughs> tape where it's just like, oh yeah. man, I forgot after uh, 
mm-hmm. after Bart becomes a daredevil or whatever, like, <laughs> oh, there's that there's that uh, Soul Caliber thing. Soul, yeah, it was <laughs> Soul Mar- thing. Or the yeah. DP Trouble video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mario been. Paint for me was the the changeover from when Mario Paint came out. Nintendo released a guide that was like, here's how you can plug your VCR uh, into Super Nintendo into a VCR, and then from yeah. that point on, like, my dad got a new one for his mm-hmm. shop, so I took this old VCR. And then I was like, I'm never not oh. playing a game with a VCR hooked up to it. So that's why I've mentioned on Laser Time numerous times. Like I have, like here's me just playing Secret of Mana, raw. Like I, I'm not, I'm not rehearsing. I'm, not, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And here's me renting every game I play. And I just have tapes and tapes and tapes. And one of them was just like, oh yeah, I'm wow. gonna rent Tekken two and record all the endings. And yeah. I'm gonna rent Soul Edge and just record the opening. Mine and- was a rental on Mega Man X. I, I finished it. and I'm like, I'm never gonna be able to see this Mega Man ending <laughs> again because yeah. I can't afford this game. The endings especially will never be invented. And so. to, to plug my Instagram, CNT stuff, I picked up a box of Tiny Toons Cartoon Workshop for the NES. Yes. And on the back has this hilarious thing <laughs> like, save it to your VCR. I'm like, those are very weird terms. <laughs> yes. Right-click, save as VHS. How do you do this? Yeah. No, it's, and, uh, you gotta... <laughs> there's a guide in the game, the it was NES like, game. Man, it was like... Because you could not save your progress it was, in this yeah, cartoon to- maker. Use the cable went into the back of the RF thing. The RF thing went into the VCR. The same then, way you record your cable. And then yeah, but like there was a different. There was an extra thing you had to do so that it wouldn't record TV. It mm. knew that the game to supersede the TV input. Yeah, I do remember. There that. was an extra thing you had to do, and I forget what it was. Mm. It was like a mode on the VCR where you go, you flipped one button. And yeah, it was I do one of those things like, like like feeding into both. You get both feeds yeah. at some point, and it look awful. It's sort like staring at it like, oh why God. isn't it working? And it's like, it, 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 it's like everything is hooked up right, and it's just like, oh, be sure to push this one button. If your VCR has this mode, it needs to be... Uh, oh, and now it works. <laughs> anyway, um, we're all supported by Patreon. Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Yes. Hey. Where, uh, in addition to that, you know, your efforts mm-hmm. there uh, keeping VG Empire going, mm-hmm. it funds 302010. There's also time, a, a bonus v- time. Video Game Apocalypse. Yep. Uh, some of the commentaries we do on there exclusive for patrons and a, a, a weekly Patreon show. Mm-hmm. Yes, which mm-hmm. is bonus time. Uh, where yes. we, uh, It's the only show where we just riff mm-hmm. on what's going on that week for mm-hmm. us. And then occasionally we'll have some, you know, um, more focused content if we have collected thoughts yeah um, but all the other shows have usually like a po- uh, a purpose so yeah. we can't we you can't can listen like, to them anytime yeah um and then uh dave you got a show on the uh, other there's also cheap podcast the pro wrestling podcast uh we should have a royal rumble episode by the end of the month and uh hopefully you know knock on wood we'll have a ending theater for this game because like i said before the endings are insane and mm-hmm. they branch out in weird ways which yeah. It's weird for a fighting game, but also kind of neat that the game's not over once you finish that final fight. Yeah. And again, yeah, our, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash laser time, mm-hmm. uh, where we've done ending theaters for Tekken mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Street Fighter EX. EX. Um, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal mm-hmm. 2 and 3. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of fun stuff there. But taking us out is Our Way Home, which I guess is the credits yes. to PlayStation 1 version uh-huh. of the game. And is this part of a specific soundtrack, or is it just... I don't know. I think it might be a Con Super Session song. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on the Con Super Session. Okay, uh, yeah. But it's just, yeah, a a somber theme to close out a fighting game. Himeko kind of, Yamamoto all, and Con. I figure after all the insanity of sure. the Con Super Sessions, you would like something to bring you down. But it also kind of has hints of that origi- nice. of, of the main theme in there. So, right, well, we'll take nice little... Yeah. Close out. We'll take you out with that again. VGEmpire.com and VGEmpire on Twitter. Mm. Um, this is our way home from Soul Blade.